Well, welcome back to Because Therapy is Expensive. On this episode, we're just, we always just talk about stuff and then it always goes in a different direction. We always um, talk about stuff. Some stuff. Um, how's everybody doing out there tonight? Um, I don't know. I've been feeling depressed lately. I've been having my panic attacks again. Um, stressed. I'm sure a lot of people are feeling that way. Um, with mine is work. Uh, my work is very stressful right now and depressing because I don't like it and it's a big change. And it's been a real slow transition, and it hasn't been a good change. Um, Explain to people, Terry, because you just say a big change. So you worked for a private doctor. Your yeah. doctor sold the practice to a hospital. We won't say what hospital, but to a hospital. So when you say you just changed work, now people can maybe understand a little more of why you became, you know, from a private office to a hospital that constantly has a flow of patients. Yes, and they've only kept, well, me and my coworker. <laughs> um, we were part of the contract, of course. Um, he wasn't going to sell it unless they hired us on, which was a long process. And I feel like they don't care about our office. They're not... They're just, it's like we're last thought right now. And the volume has tripled because everybody knows that this, most people, there have been some people that call and they're like, what's that? What do you say? I don't know that place. I'm like, really? You don't? Really? Um, you know, and they take everything, all insurances, work comp, all that junk. We, we didn't deal with all that and we're not being trained properly. So, um, and then it's like a micromanaged type of place where everything is check your email it's in your email we emailed it to you it's your email didn't you get it don't you know how to do it didn't you read the email it's like woman you send i get i've never gotten so many emails before in my life all in one day and it's very from one person, from one person about anything <laughs> if i ask a question did you check your email well you're sitting right here why can't you just answer me so i've become angry too with my um job and Right now, I feel like I don't have any other options with what is going on with everything that I feel stuck. I feel stuck there. Um, so I get home and I'm just angry and I have massive road rage all the time because I'm just, I'm angry. And then I feel, I feel like I have, there's no hope because I'm stuck. I hate feeling stuck in in my life like there's no way out and I feel like that right now it's like I don't care and then I've been eating a lot so I feel like I've gained a lot of weight and the only thing that makes me happy is my Thai tea that I've become addicted to Thai tea and just right now I'm just talking about my tea my daughter makes me so happy Thai tea is it just tastes like cold tea Terry's obsessed with cold tea. No, no. If people know the Thai tea with the, it's like orange. Julie, we just didn't have a good batch. We go, I go to this place called Ding Tea, and the one I go to is super delicious. It's great every single time. I made Julie go with me to one in Irvine, and no, no bueno. It wasn't good. It's like that you're telling somebody, (laughs) you're telling somebody about how delicious something is, and then you take them, and the, you're like, oh my god, they get to try, it. and then it's not made right. Yeah, it just tasted like cold tea. That wasn't tea a good I've been one. Sitting out for all my cold milky tea. <laughs> I've been sitting out, but I think um, a lot of people. I guess Lisa didn't want my door open anymore. Uh, a, lot, a lot of people feel the same way as you, though. Yeah. Um, being stuck because there's. Okay, in California, you you don't know, come the 30th, what's going to change now? What's going to take place? Um, You're not the only one that said that. Like, a lot of people don't know. They don't like their jobs right now, but they don't have an option of where to go, especially if you were granted any exemptions. You have it at this job, 
but you might not get it granted at another job. Exactly. And, you know, that's a lot of people as I'm dealing with it in my own household. And it's, it's a lot to be on the other side of it. Um, it's not me, but it's like, I, I don't know what to tell you because we, you can't lose your job. Um, and you, you won't get unemployment if you lose your job because of this anymore. Okay. Lisa didn't do it if this happens because she's at home with coronavirus, but, um, <laughs> and you can't find a therapist. You can't find a counselor because they well, won't. I haven't got my insurance card yet. <laughs> but it, it, they even anybody. they won't, you have, it's hard to find somebody that will see you in office. Oh, some will see you online, but I'm sorry, that's not the same. You need that in-person connection. Yeah, sometimes you don't want to sit on your couch with your kids, and it's <laughs> all. Yeah, and I, I did find one out here that would take that sees people in person, and the our his in the insurance doesn't seem to understand that's where we want to go and they said they would take the insurance if the insurance would let him go but the insurance doesn't want to seem to do anything and it's like well what are we supposed to do they have you cornered and they have you stuck you find somewhere but they won't answer the calls they won't they won't do anything and it's like i think a lot of the insurances are like that they're not helping people get into the counseling and the therapy that they're asking for so that's why we're here <laughs> but it, it's uh, you're not alone in that feeling by any means as i mean i have friends that are unemployed and they feel the same because they can't find employment because of everything going on and they don't want to go get a job because they don't want to get the shot and so it's like okay you wave your white flag and ain't no help coming and that's how you feel, right? I mean, literally. Yeah, I feel, I feel like I'm not, I don't know. Um, I feel like my job's not important enough. Um, I get bored easily with things and I'm always, I don't know. I, I don't know if I'm just the type of person that is always thinking there's something better out there. Like I can't just accept that this is it even though I felt so um, lost and depressed that I feel like, is this it? This you, is my life? I think you feel that way because you're either, because of depression, well, you're always thinking something's going to make you happier, but you're not happy with your life, so you always think there's something better. Yeah, and, well, and I... Don't you think your job is important? like that I didn't understand that right now well I feel like we're not being taken as being an important office even though we're very busy clinic um and the um what is what is he he's like one of the head people in the department Administration? Well, no he's like one of the head CEO? not the not the chairman Office. we met the chairman but um, he's like up there in the department, like what he says goes kind of a thing. I don't know his job title is, but they were interviewing for a doctor to be permitted at. I know. I'm going to button up my sweater right here. I can't help it. I'm just moving my hands like I'm just grabbing my boob. Um, he, there was a doctor coming in to interview for a permanent position at the clinic so they can like maybe get their shit together. Um, there's only two of us there and we do everything and when he introduced me he just said oh terry sits back there she's just doing like insurance stuff he probably doesn't know what you do i do everything i'm like okay and then the one clinical site administrator lady she had said that too to somebody when she introduced oh this is her she's office manager and this is terry she just does everything else do you know what i do they so don't. sometimes i tell scary. tell my coworker, like i go i'll be in my office doing insurance and stuff i don't even do that 
You should have said when she said that, you should have said exactly, I do everything. Yeah, I wanted to be like, yeah, we do everything. We. There's like multiple doctors here and I'm having to do everything for them. I mean, she'll make them coffee, but I'm like, I'm not doing that. She just does it because she's, you know, she's nice. And I mean, the doctors are nice, the ones that come. But who's making the coffee? Marisol's making the coffee. She'll make them coffee. She's making it into her own mouth. <laughs> she's, that's her she way says, of her she says, I'll make, I'll make him some coffee. I'm like, I don't even know how to use our coffee machine at work, honestly. So if they, they'll ask me and be like, oh, can I get some water? They'll be like, they'll, can I get a water? Well, can you get in the fridge and get your damn water? What do I look like? I don't. Know. It just. It's my anger talking. I'm sorry. I don't know. I think sometimes when you work in medical, like I've told Lauren, sometimes you got to put these damn doctors in their place. You ain't God. Go get your own stuff. Stop treating people like crap. You're a doctor. That's it. You went to school. Great. I'm happy you're helping. But if you're not helping, you can get up and get your stuff. Don't treat your employees like shit because you think I'm a doctor. Well, so far it's not the doctors. It's the clinical site lady. Um... But it's just, it's so, I go to work and we just vent to each other about how much, when our doctor left, uh, I was kind of like, well, maybe, because with him, I felt like, you know, I, I knew what we, what we were doing. He appreciated us. Um, but I also felt like I hit the, I hit the ceiling. Like, I need to branch out. There's something, I'm doing the same damn thing every single day and I'm bored. I'm so bored i'm tired of getting yelled at by patients about stupid bullshit and this and this and that and i don't want to do it anymore so i thought well with this place coming in as big as they are i could possibly move up and you know feel like i'm important or feel like my job is important like i could when when i would tell people where do you work uh i don't really want to say you know that's how i feel um but i i'm i don't feel like we're we're branching out I feel like I'm stuck and it's depressing and I don't want to go to work I dread getting up and having to go drive there and I'm tired of driving and it's like I drive there and I'm complaining about everything I don't want to go because of this I don't even care about this and I don't care about that whatever blah 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 but I don't want them to think that we can't handle our positions in our office and I don't want them to not think that we're not taking it seriously like we don't want to be incompetent and i feel like they're making us fail like they set us up to fail so that they could take the patients and be like i don't want to pay you that anymore sorry but we don't need you that's how i feel when i worked in laguna um that's they they didn't like me i asked too many questions because i told them well i work alone in my office if somebody comes in, I need to know how to answer the question. They wouldn't tell me how to answer them. They, But then I'd get yelled at because I didn't answer the questions. And it was very frustrating because it was like, well, I want to learn so that, you know, I can earn the, the sales, what is it, like, commission. commission, yes. But they wouldn't teach me how to what I needed to know and if I asked the questions they just hang up on me on the phone or <laughs> then if I went on lunch and somebody came by the office I'd get yelled at for going on lunch because I was lazy but it was like you couldn't win and they didn't want to teach you they didn't want to train you they didn't want you to get better at the job they just you were there and we're not we're not being trained when I ask questions well you don't need to know that right now or they'll show me one time through a zoom and the one girl at the other office she's very nice she's been so helpful but showing me one time on a zoom I don't remember especially I need someone like constantly there because you know when they hire people they're training them sending them to the classes training them making sure that they are good before they actually start we've never stopped working We've just continued through the whole transition, and all they tell us is do it how you were doing it for the other doctor. But then if we do it that way, they say, oh, that's not how we do it here. Well, why aren't you training us? Well, you don't need to know that yet. You'll just forget. You haven't even showed us in the first place. How am I going to forget? And it's just frustrating, and it's just causing so much 
so much anxiety. I have like panic attacks when I'm driving to work where I'm like, I can't breathe, I can't breathe. And I don't want to be put back on um, anxiety medication because that just makes you feel numb. The one I was on made me feel numb. And when I got angry, I would blow up because it was like you were suppressing everything because you just didn't care because you're just like, la, 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 la. And then all of a sudden that one thing sets you off and that could be dangerous for me because sometimes in my car, I'm like, I want to run you over. What happens if I actually do that? I'll run my car, but that's how I feel. And I, I just, I just got new brakes done on my car. <laughs> I, I don't really know. And I go home and I just hate everything. I just a lot of things I just get tired of like I don't I don't know I don't know where I am in you know there's a there's a lot of places hiring right now but I don't want to work in like fast food or anything like that because I just put myself through school for you know to get a better job and a better opportunity and be proud of where I work but I'm not there yet and I think that part of it is I never I think I just don't feel good enough ever in anything so and I don't know why that's a question right there but you don't feel good enough. I just don't nothing I do I just don't feel good enough like oh it's because I'm not good enough or because th that's just how I feel with everything like I don't know I don't know I don't know what would have triggered that somewhere in the past or somebody said something to you in the past that you have held on to or blocked out and that is holding you back because you're not acknowledging it. I mean, I've had to acknowledge a lot of stuff from my past and I get I get angry too, you know. I went to school and it what did it do? Like, I feel like, hey, I had all these goals that I had planned on in your life. And, you know, I was very certain with what I was doing. There was never a question in my mind from being little to when I went to the college of my choice that I got in. I was accepted. I did it. And what did it get me? And I had to accept that, okay, I went to school and I took it in another direction. It makes me angry. Yeah. I get sad and depressed because, you know, all these other people that didn't go to school for it are making it big with it. Like, great. I have really put, I, I put everything into that school. And then when I started my business, I feel like a failure. Yeah. I, I, I put all my eggs in my basket, literally <laughs> in my baskets. And I did good for a while. And then when I miscarried, it's like I let everything go. And what do I have to show for it? That's how I feel sometimes. Like I put all of this work into my business and I have this business and I still have it and I have all the stuff for it. And I still feel like I just sit on it and I don't feel like I, I don't feel like I'll succeed with it. Why? I don't know. I succeeded fine and dandy when I worked for somebody else doing this and I made them a whole hell of a lot of money but then you feel like hey we're all those people that I worked my ass for and we you know bonded and I made friendships with these people where were you I don't know so I, I understand you feel like huh I feel the same like I I really worked my ass off and I've got nothing nothing to show for that aspect and people ask well why don't you do your business well right now I have two little kids that I'm homeschooling and if somebody ordered a basket how am I going to do this you know I, I feel very um, like you at a fork and I don't know which way to go I don't even feel like I have the, the fork <laughs> it's just a block wall of this like uh, there's no left, right, or straight. It's just you're done. Your journey is over. And I think, too, um, I feel like uh, when my daughter comes to me with problems and she wants me, she wants to talk to me and tell me things, 
And she told me, well, I don't want her to hear me. She told me, you always make it about yourself when I'm trying to tell you something. You always say, me too. I feel like that too. And then I thought, well, I do. But then I'm thinking, I am. She's trying to just confide in me. And I'm changing it into myself. And I hate when people do that. Maybe because you are just... Because her dad does it to me when... Yeah, that for her, that's what I'm trying to say is like, okay, you had a bad day at school, like I had a bad day at work, but we have to go again tomorrow. I honestly don't want to go. And she's just like, you don't understand. But I, I mean, I do, but then I, I get it too, because when I talk to her dad about things, he always makes it about himself. He's the victim, not me, not anything. It could be just something simple I could say, and he will turn it around and make it about himself. And I hate that so much. And then I feel like that's the cycle I'm doing to her what he's doing to me. And well, I can't stop. I don't know how to stop. There's a difference, though, because you're just doing it because you want her to understand that you, you're you being compassionate, her. not about, you're not trying to say, oh, well, and let me tell you. Because sometimes she says that to me. And I'm like, um, I don't feel good. Can you not, like, who cares how you feel right now? I said, can you, can you just say, oh, what do you need? Instead of saying, oh, I feel like crap today, too. I mean, yeah. it's like. I'll say I have a migraine, and it, all of a sudden they had a migraine, and they have this and this. I'm like, but I have one now, and I just can't function. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you. And it's that's different that, though than I think you and I'll say well I understand my head hurts all the time I'm not saying like you I'm not saying it to take over her yeah. pain but I'm telling her I understand because I have the same headache you know like different kind of versus saying well I'm trying to yes you're not trying to make it yours is a bigger problem like a competition yeah, there he, you go. competition. he makes it well, that's a competition with me and it angers me yeah and it angers me if I say like you know I'm so tired and my back hurts today then it's a whole spiel of him well well I've had this many back surgeries and blah 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 and you just don't understand and it's like I was just saying yeah I I'm just saying my my back hurts today yeah there's just fireworks and my dogs barking in my neighborhood it'd be gunshots but um so it's like it's like i don't even want to um like talk to him to him because yeah i feel like we're in a oh this is what made me so mad um it was a work thing and i i i don't even remember what i had texted him like um, I'm so tired of this job, blah, blah, blah. And he's, yeah, he said, he said, well, it's not as, um, he, he, the, the way he made this, the text sound was you should be lucky. They're paying you what they pay you for what you actually do. And I, I was like, I go, oh, I'm sorry. I work my ass off for this job and they don't pay me enough. And then it went into a whole spiel of how back in the day he did this job. And I'm like, that was like how long ago? You don't even, yeah, you don't even work. I'm like, I work like two jobs because I have to do side hustles on the weekend and take care of my kid, do all the grocery shop. I do everything. So if I say my back hurts, I'm not trying to compete with you. I'm just merely stating it hurts. And everything gets turned into something about him. And then when Alyssa the other day was very, very upset about some stuff at our house, and she has every right to be, and I totally agree with her about it. I'm not going to get into it. She, he made it about him. Why? Why? We're going to rip this water right off of you. Why? 
can't you ever take my side? And I just didn't say anything because I'm like, you don't have a side. You don't do anything. I'm not going to be grateful for you for washing your dishes in the sink. When I'm the one that comes home from work and cooks dinner, has to clean it up, has to put it away, has to go buy the food, go grocery shopping, do the whole thing. But I should be, you know, frustrating, I guess. And I'm trying to tell her, you know, unfortunately, I think this is the way our life is just is. Like nothing's gonna get better, nothing's gonna change. I don't know, I just feel like that right now. Well, what, what could you do to change anything? Like, if there, if I there don't know. Thing, what would you pick? I don't know. I don't know what. Like what, what honestly could you do, or even for Alyssa, to pick one thing that you guys could do to change, even if it's something small. Well, I wish I could move, but I can't right now. Well, so trust me, you don't want to move right now. Well, no, I can't. <laughs> I can't move right now, There's but no I don't know. I'm at a I'm at that point where I honestly don't know what to do, and I know sometimes. I think to myself, am I that bad of a person or I'm like, am I that horrible of a person or I'm a, that much of a bitch that I just don't care about things no, that maybe you should? you nice for too long that people have taken advantage of you and brought you down that you don't know how to pick yourself up right now because people have torn your self-esteem that you have lost who you were and your strength and you've given it to these people, person, people, and now you have to figure out how you can change that for you and her. And sometimes that means cleaning out some stuff, you know, and that's something that you have to come to on your own terms of taking it for just you and her. And not worrying about anybody else, because what what you're doing now will, you know, they she sees the same as you know the girls. I said to stop. The girls, we're we're not animal abusers. She just barks at everything. Um, the girls see everything that happens. Like, at least the the boys see anything that happens. Julie, I'm not interviewing you. Oh, sorry. I don't like to hold the mic. It's heavy in my wrist. <laughs> uh, you know, it's... What is happening right now? Um, yes. You... <laughs> Sometimes it's making a, a very small change. And um, going from there... Um, like, um, the doctor at, or a uh, Brooklyn sleep specialist had told me, you know, yeah, take, take her to, um, have, have a counselor, take her to a counselor and, you know, for, yeah, because she says, let's rule out that there's anything that she bottles up or she, but she, you know isn't talking about or maybe something is stressing her out that is affecting her sleep and I said fine I don't have a problem with her going to talk to somebody because maybe that would benefit her maybe maybe I bring my I put my stress because they're with me 24 7 there's no break so maybe she is taking on my stress and maybe she does need to talk to somebody so maybe you and Alyssa could find somebody to talk to you know, at together, and maybe that would help both of you maybe understand a little more and maybe help you, because um, sometimes it's not even about them telling you what to do. Sometimes they just give you tools on how to deal with things. Maybe that little small thing of going, you guys going together to speak to somebody privately would help you, benefit you, and learn how she can help deal with things 
you know, instead of getting so angry, you know, like Brooklyn, she does become very angry sometimes. And I don't understand, but maybe she is taking on my stress. Because when I'm always saying, you know, if I've said, you know, I don't feel good in my head, she takes it on and she worries too much about, are you going to be okay, mommy? And I don't mean to, but the same with you. Maybe you're saying stuff and it affects her and then she says stuff and you get stressed out. Maybe you two go talk to somebody and learn how to um, better cope or better deal with things. You know, it's, they, they give you tools to work with. They're not going to tell you, you need to do this, but they're going to tell you, well, maybe try this, or they'll give you breathing techniques that maybe she would benefit from at her age. I would do the breathing techniques and probably pass out, but like, <laughs> breathing. Maybe she'll deal with stuff differently than you will. At, well, anybody deals with things. I mean, um, I don't know what I'm going to say. Everybody, I guess, I don't, I don't know. Like you, you might, you bottle it up, but you don't want her to do that. You don't want her to start doing that because that's what she's learning from you to do. So maybe you'll learn, um, they can help you figure out how to, how to vocalize what you're feeling in a healthier way, or just even you getting it out to somebody that's not us in a private room where you can say anything you want and nobody else hears it. And that actually is very beneficial to get it out of you. Where you don't feel like somebody's going to judge you because they just sit there. We're not ju judging you, but we're going to take your side on some stuff that maybe someone else neutral can give you better ways than what we would say as sisters to do because we're just here to protect you. So we're going to, obviously we're going to say stuff that maybe you don't, you get mad and just think we're being mean, but maybe somebody else can, the way they say it, you can take it in differently because. Because anything we say, you're, you, you might get defensive, might defensive even when we're only trying to defend you, but you might take it as, you're just saying that, blah, 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 blah. But, but that's with anybody. Sometimes you need that neutral. That's why I've gone to marriage counseling before because even sometimes when it's not really marriage that needs counseling, it's him that needs counseling. It's a way to get him in, but because when I say stuff, sometimes it's taken as I'm just a nag. Whereas somebody else, he'll say, even if people have, other people have said something, I'm like, that's what I tell you all the time. But that they're not going, it's from you. Yeah, you're just saying that because that's whatever. Yeah. So, um, so you, I mean, why? I think, yeah, I think definitely, maybe start with that. Because a lot of people take it as I go, I have to go see a counselor. Like, as it, it's a bad thing or if there's like, um, what do they call it, taboo or, no, not taboo, but it, people see it as something meant like you have, mental issues but that's yeah, not what it about. is like I would the thing is it's like I think he is one of my biggest issues um, and we're glad that you're opening up to that idea I've known it for a long time but I think I protect him why? and I don't know you. why I feel like her, I feel like sometimes I'm in the middle of them two as well. She does not have a good relationship with her dad, and it is his fault completely. Yes, and child, I, I, fault, I, I feel like sometimes I'm in the middle of it. She doesn't want to talk to him, and he is just one of those people where he'll ignore you or whatever because you're always wrong. I always feel like he makes me out to be I'm the one that's wrong I'm the one that's off like if if my beliefs you are not worth anything low, because low, of because of years and years of what he has told you about you mental abuse is what it is yes he has mentally abused me for years I'll say that and mentally and you are, you are um, verbally First time admitting that right now. Yeah, I've because I think 
I've become angry in my situation and I know he has caused a lot of my anger issues too. It's not just my work. I would go to work to get away from that. But no, for I can say I've been in an abusive relationship. Physically, no. But mentally and verbally, yes, he has verbally and mentally abused me for years. And I've gotten to that point where stuff that he says to me, I'm like, I don't care about your opinion. I don't care about what your friends think. Because I feel like any time he tells me that he'll always say this and it drives me insane. I do not like being compared to people. I don't like when he would compare me to his friends. My friends raise their kids like this. They would do this, this, and this. Are you trying to say that the way I'm raising my daughter is wrong? Because that's how he made me, he would make me feel. I'm wrong. You're not raising her. I'm raising her. And then he'll, he'll say something like, well, my friends all blah, 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 and they feel like this. You're the only one who ever does it like this. So why am I always wrong? Why are your friends always, always something the way I do something? It's wrong. But I'm the only one doing it. And he wants you to not, to not um, feel power. He wants to take every power you have away and break. And he's broken you down so much. And next it will be her until you stand up. Because you don't want what he's done to you to happen to her. Well, that's why I don't... I'm like, I'm not going to agree with you and say that she's wrong because the house looks like this or because you, you feel like this or because this situation happened at school and I'm trying to just talk to you about it. But then he makes me feel like, well, you're wrong because it should have went like this. And I, I tune it out like you can say whatever you want, but I'm not going to let you like make me feel like I'm wrong anymore because I'm a lot I'm a lot he's controlling he's controlling and I have told him yes well he's yes yes control control and I've said that before like you're you you try to control me you try to tell me what I can and can't do what this this and that I don't I don't I mean we'll we'll get along for a while and you know try to work things out and get along and then something will happen like it did the other day and it's there will never be yeah because he you can't and i think he needs to go to and he's got a lot of mental issues which i have told her we can't like the stuff that he says i'm like it is it's gonna be unfortunately when she is older and all her memories don't involve him because he's missing out on her life because that's a decision he has made. I know. And you know what? The ones she has from being little Terry are fine. She had a good childhood. She was raised with all of us, and all of them have had a good childhood. We all have put so much effort into getting them and making sure they've all gotten along like we did. We look back, and compared to some people, like, like Lawrence is brothers and sisters and they've said stuff and I'm like oh well we had a pool growing up and they're like oh I'm like yeah we grew up normal we grew up looking at other people's with that white picket fence even though we didn't you know have that and we might not have had I think we had a great childhood I never like we did we didn't get everything we wanted we didn't have everything we wanted I never felt that way. I felt like we had everything we wanted. We all, we got along. We had great parents. We had a good family on both sides when we were younger. I look, I, 
I look back and I think that I had a wonderful childhood and I sometimes want my kids, they don't see things, they, I, it's a different time, yeah. I understand that, but I'm like, what do you mean? I said, we love to go play outside. We would play outside all the time together. We would be riding our bikes. We would like, yeah, I look back at my childhood and. I think we were pretty creative as kids too, not having, you know, everything. Yeah, we we made do with what we had and we made stuff up and. And that was great. And our friends would come over and get in our boxes or play in the dumpster. And even like I've said it, like the girls, they look at me like they you played in a dumpster. I'm like, yeah, Papa runs in a dumpster to clean whatever we were doing, and we played in it, and our friends did too. And she tells her kids that, and they look at us like we're insane. And her husband's like, wait, you all got in the dumpster? I'm like, yeah. Oh, well, we can't just have fun with some of them. We all gotta have fun. We all got in a dumpster. But they're being raised the same way that we Minus were raised. Yeah, minus the dumpster. There's just none you can play in anymore, and they're too expensive to rent. But, <laughs> but it's like we're doing the best to give them the childhood we have, we had with family. With family, with we're being all close, and we all get along, and we try to do things together. And maybe they're cousins, but they're being raised as if we're they're almost like brothers and sisters she doesn't understand that because she says i'm the only one without a brother or a sister i'm like but you have your cousins but it's not the same i'm like i'm sorry i can't i can't give you a sibling um i go i feel bad for not having another kid but i said and i need to really stop blaming him to her um, bad mouthing him to her because I said it's his fault I didn't have another kid because he didn't help me with you he made me feel horrible you know getting pregnant when he didn't want to have a kid with me um, and I went through it all by myself I said I couldn't do that again I can have two kids alone you could if you had but that's not, yeah, that's not the situation that ended up. And um, said, you know, I shouldn't be, I shouldn't be saying that to her. No, we all because I think we it causes we more. mistakes about the fighting or doing something in front of the children that has impacted them. But yes, like Julie says, we're close enough and the kids see that, how close we are. And when we do something... And we say everybody, they know everybody means our, our family, who's everybody. When we say we're doing this, they're going to grow up saying, I was close with my family. I was close with my cousins. And we try to do, together. yes. And it doesn't matter, you know, who was there. You know, what? he wasn't there. She still has good memories, and Dad was there for her, and Josh is there for her, and Chris is there for her, and Lawrence has been there for her. She, she has, she has they have the foundation. They have a good family with, with everybody in the family. Like, it's a good... They yeah, cannot they say they don't have a good supporting family. They all do, and they know it. They, they have a grandma that loves them to pieces and would do anything, and it's just... Fight for any one of them, and it doesn't matter. Like I've, before I had them, I'd stand up for Kaylee and James if I had to, and we all have. And so it's, even though they're older, you still they're still our, like little kids, they're still our family, and still we still. And Kaylee, Kaylee looks out for Alyssa a lot. She watches out for her, and she'll, she looks out for her, and um. Because Alyssa they've grown up the same way. Kaylee and James have grown up in our family, close. So even to this day, even though they moved away, they're still like Kaylee. Oh, what are we doing for Christmas? What are we doing for Thanksgiving? They they need that. Even though they, they moved away, they're still connected. Like, this is what we do as a family. So what are we doing this year? Even though we're in another state... What are we all going to get together? What are we going to do? We they, they, they have the memories, and sometimes there wasn't there, you know, at times. And we could all say that there have been times that the other person wasn't there. 
But you know what? They're not going to remember that. They might look back and it, it, you know, may or may not make them upset here and there. But they're not going to look back at that. They're going to look back and say, oh, remember the time we did this? Remember the time we did this? When you're older and you look back at all the things we did, like I look back and say, mom and dad made sure we went to Disneyland every summer. We did something at least. Uh, yeah, we went to Disneyland almost every summer, I remember. And for Christmas, we got to pick, you know, it's the same. They're growing up the same. We try to do something with them. So it's time to start worrying about you and her. And at some point, I hope for you that you're able to say enough and show them the door. Because you are not responsible for a grown-up who is older than you. And you're not married. There are no ties that bind. You have full control over her. She is at a point where there's no fight. There's no fight in a court if he tried to say anything. She's old enough to be her her decision. He cannot threaten you. He's going to take her. He's not going to do a damn thing. He's not even on her birth certificate. He's not going to do a damn thing. He's telling you he will to hold you there. Because you... You are the supporting role in this movie. <laughs> you are the financial advisor. Without you, he has to be a grown-up. And at some point, you need to make him be one. But I see, and I know all of this. I know you do. But and I just do don't... Do it. You're just too... I'm... Nothing's yeah. wrong with you. Yeah. We were raised to be nice people. <laughs> we take on projects. We, uh, <laughs> yeah, we take on more than we should sometimes. And even in my situation, <laughs> I'm I'm married, and you know he works. But sometimes it's like working is not enough. You also sometimes need to be more part of of what the decisions are and quit leaving everything up to me because um, I work too not as, not as much outside of the home but I work in the home and I do everything else so sometimes I'm like um, you need to step up and also take on some of these decisions and some of this stress I can't always I don't always want to be the oh well you're the strong one well I don't always want to be the strong one I want sometimes somebody to take care. Yes. I don't want to be the one to worry. One day to go home and maybe him have dinner ready. Or maybe you go home one day. Maybe I want to go home. And maybe you go home and it's just you and her. And you know how much things will be better. And things will be calm for you. And things will be at peace for you. Yeah, I do honestly think that if we lived apart... I think maybe we would get along better. Not, see, and that's the thing is like, I don't know if I'm there yet to say bye. I don't know. I don't know. That's where I'm at right now. Then maybe, and like I said, you, you find somebody outside of us that's neutral to talk to. And I think that uh, you will find a little more peace for yourself and that will help you with helping guide her and with your stress levels and with your anxiety and you know I've taken the the depression pills and you know and all they did was send me down I mean you were there you picked me up from my job and had to take me <laughs> because I was going down very fast. So I get what, it. what job was this? Temecula. Oh. <laughs> you had to leave you had to leave work and come pick me up and take me. I left my car. I left everything. Because I started taking pills for depression and it just went down. And they did not benefit me. They were going to kill me. And so I understand where your fear is for that. Um, but I think you going to talk to somebody will greatly benefit you. And I think that you should be very open to that. And don't go in thinking they're, you know, it's... Um, 
I feel like I... It's I, a bad thing. No, I don't think it's a bad thing. I just want people to see my side. Like... You want to be validated. Always, yes, makes me feel like the way I would feel about things and I would bring it up. It's stuff, you know, this in the past or whatever. And then if I would bring it up... Um, I don't know. I just want to feel like, I don't know, like uh, I'm wrong when I know that I'm not. You want to be vindicated. (laughs) You want vindication. You want to know what everything you've said. And and you want, it's like. um, Well, everybody wants to feel important. And everybody wants to feel like what they say and feel matters. That's just yes. how everybody and she wants, wants to, to feel. Know everything she has said and done in the past was right too. Well, like not everything is gonna be right, and I they're know, not but gonna. You want that vindication? At, at her point, and I understand what she's saying, because there's been a lot she's taken on and gone through, and she's said things, and he has just taken it away from her. And, and I, I have felt like that too with like uh, with Brooklyn, for instance, with the doctors. And I have fought when they when she had her seizures, and they told me it wasn't a seizure. And I fought, and they kept telling me I was wrong, and you're wrong, and you don't know what you're talking about. That's not what happened until she finally had one, and they had to say you were right. And I said, my vind- I, I'm vindicated. I was. That's that's what I wanted. I knew I was right in this. You know when you're right. Right? You, you know it. And he's, he's taking that from you. And you want it to be proven and in your face almost. Like, this, I was right. And you can't say anything to take that away. So, yeah, I mean, there's, there's a lot that will benefit you if you're open to it. And I think let it let it happen and let it take it and take the time for yourself don't keep don't say i don't have time i can't do it my work there are places that'll stay out that open a little later mm-hmm. try to find one even if it's out there and you go after work it'll take a lot off of you for that drive home but be willing to do it and look for somewhere you have the insurance per my insurance i have to go out towards where it is well, that's fine, and there's lots of them. So, yes, um, but I'll have to end it there with you, Terry, because my child is hit her head and now is crying. <laughs> so, uh, because therapy is expensive, we do encourage anybody who is feeling um, depressed and down to to find somebody to talk to and get the help that you um, deserve and that you need. And don't feel bad about it and don't feel like you... Um, don't deserve the help please go out and find the help and ask for help um, any way you can don't try to take it all on yourself um, so because therapy is expensive we will talk to you later and thank you for joining us